0: Following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys
1: Football Club.
2: How about them, yeah! the boys. Blowing out
3: of
4: the backfield,
0: exploding down the sideline. This
5: is Hanging with the Boys, presented by Wingstop, where flavor gets its wings. Now, your hosts. Nate Newton, Kurt Daniels, Jesse Holly, and Shannon Gross.
0: Thursday, eleven thirty a.m. Central Time, and that can mean only one thing. Let's go! It is time for your favorite program. Yes, I said program. Favorite program of the week. Hanging with the boys. There is a live look at Tostitos Championship Plaza. Out front of Ford Center at the start. It is a brisk 43 degrees. It feels like 38 degrees. High today is going to be 41. The low tonight is going to be 35. And that ain't the only thing that's cold because my co-hosts are cold, too. Jesse, Holly, Nate, (laughs) Newton, Kurt, Daniels. How you fellas doing? It's been a week. How's it going?
6: Y'all good? Ice cold, baby. I'm good. Ice cold, baby.
0: All right, so I got to start the show off. I got... Both teams wrong that are going to the Super Bowl. I had Green Bay and Buffalo. Did anybody get it right? <laughs> I don't know. I had Packers and
6: Chiefs. I think
3: we, the rest of us all had the Packers and Chiefs. I nobody, think
6: we all have Packers and Chiefs. Nobody had no, the Bucks. No, no huh? I blew it. You blew yeah, I knew it? I blew it. Mm. And yeah. then. Poor old Connor
0: gonna... McGregor just got beat down this weekend. I mean, he got manhandled Ooh. by my. How did the dude beat him? How,
1: how, what happened on he that show? Reck- he kicked
0: What happened? He kicked him in the calf, and apparently, he wound up breaking his breaking his leg. But he kicked. There's a, there's a nerve right. in your calf that's really close to the surface right. of your skin, and he his his mm-hmm. game plan was to attack his legs. He kicked him in the calf. He, he didn't start checking his kicks until it was too late, and that nerve acted up on him. And basically, his leg was dead by the second round, and he got knocked out because he couldn't, couldn't put weight on his legs. But it, it, was, it was a good fight card. It was a good fight card. But
3: he, man. He, he's it, like, isn't he like. He's like four and four or something now? I mean, is
0: this uh, the end of Conor? Uh, of could, I mean, he looked really good at the beginning of the fight until his legs got taken out, out from under him, and then he, he did not. Well,
1: he looked good against well. Fla- Mayweather until his legs got taken out. He looked yeah. good against the other guy until exactly. his legs got exactly.
3: taken
0: out.
1: His you know legs get taken out quicker and quicker. Yeah, just
0: he looked real good, good walking into the ring. He's but. one of those guys, though, <laughs> love him or hate him, he's like Tiger Woods. He, he, The game is better when he's in it. So I hope I hope he gets it back on track because it's the sport is so much more fun to watch when he's in it. But enough of that MMA stuff. Yeah. We got football well, to talk about, ain't man. So
1: much better, has
0: it? Nate? You look cozy. You
1: know, I, I just, I, 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 you know, I've been to North Carolina, South Carolina. I've been to uh, <laughs> Florida twice. I've been uh, to Tennessee.
2: Uh, hey. My wife got mad,
1: you know, at me the other day. But you, you, you really was sincere about how you was gonna travel. So now me and her at an impasse right now. I need a mediator because I'm about to take <laughs>
0: off next. <week>.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I need a mediator because I'm gone. Uh, where are you going next week? <laughs>
3: Who cares? Who knows? <laughs> 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 oh, oh I'm Jesse, gone, he's living a good
6: life. Jesse, what have you been up to this last week? I've been working like a dog, man. Yeah. You know, I got all these basketball, we're we're like in the heart of the basketball season. So I got Mm. middle school, elementary, high school, college games all happening on my campuses and scheduling buses. I can't, we can't find no bus drivers. And so I have to rent 15 passenger vans, which there aren't, for some reason, there aren't any 15 passenger vans in Dallas-Fort Worth because the National (laughs) Guard has them all. Uh, So, yeah. So that's been my life in nice. the last week. I just been that uh, that varsity team tearing it up. Yeah, okay, okay. Really? Hey, said well, okay.
1: just suggest? Uh, has your basketball players that have their legs been going out in the first quarter? <laughs> <laughs>
6: <laughs> they actually, they have. <laughs> yeah,
7: they have. They
1: have. Yeah. Hey,
6: Jesse, they really, they you really got have. a
0: guy on this show that that loves to drive. I mean, Nate, you should get your CDL and start a side hustle. There you go. But we can they combine this. Bro, yeah bro,
1: if you promise me, they're gonna at least go a thousand miles I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta go, we gotta go to I'm Window in.
6: tomorrow. So, hey, I don't know. That if is end, the minimum. Thousand that is
1: miles. The, that's the minimum. That's the driving. It with. I'll drive uh, like. 600 miles one day, 600 miles the next day. Then turn around and come straight back. Don't no stop That is
3: unbelievable.
1: Unbelievable.
0: Kurt, what have you been up to the
3: last week? <laughs> oh, nothing too exciting. No uh, no basketball or, or traveling. Just working
1: and <laughs> hanging out, The man. country is so much bigger. Hey, hey, I just had to visualize you guys. There's Kurt in this corner. There's Jesse in this corner. There's uh, pretty hair in this corner.
0: Pretty hair? Oh, I went from the beard. Yeah, the hair is looking pretty. pretty The, yeah, the, man, pretty the hair. beard and the big head to the pretty hair. I'll, I'll take it. I'll take it. All right. You know what is going on this week? Senior Bowl is scheduled. What's that? for that? Senior Bowl is going on this week, and the game is this weekend. How big of a deal is it that teams are going to be limited in their ability to talk to the players and see them both during the Senior Bowl, throughout the offseason, with no scouting combine, no visits, And more limited contact. Is that a big deal for the Senior Bowl? I know it's going to be a big deal for the combine, interviews, things like that. Is the Senior Bowl really that big of a deal? Nate, you've been. Is that going to hinder teams? Yes,
1: it is. Yes, it is, especially for the teams that didn't have such good records. You know, and they have that possibility of seeing these players up close. I know
0: and, a team that that's, and breaking them down. Uh, I'm really familiar with that uh, didn't have a good but record. But
1: I, I don't even think they did it the same way this year. I got to ask Chris Bean because normally the teams that don't have the better records gets these guys. Uh, I don't know, since I'm not a part of it, I kind of backed up off of it. But these players, uh, a lot of great players go to the senior bowl. I used to kind of downplay the senior bowl eight, nine, ten years ago. But when I started going and seeing guys, seeing guys that – Went to the Senior Bowl and have made their name there, you know. You know battles that have been there. Guys that have went from third, fourth round picks into the um, lowers, uh first and high second round. This thing is big, and now it's going to test. I think the ability for scouts to really trust their film and their eyes on that film, and, and can and can they pick these players out for their teams? And we won't know like anything else, until a couple of years from now. But the, the teams that know who they want, know who they are, know the type of players they want, you know, and they don't, they're do not they not confused about who they are and what they're trying to be and their identity, offense and defense. These are the guys that will prosper, I think.
3: That's that's kind of my question. It sounds like each team can send up to 10, 10 scouts or personnel, so hopefully they'll be – You know, guys like Will McClay and his crew will be there, but maybe not the head coaches and maybe not some of the assistants, that sort of thing. But does it, with the way the video works now, does it make that big a difference? I mean, what's the advantages? I guess
1: the advantage is send the you said it, send the right guys, send the scouts, let the coaches, let especially our new defensive coordinator and pass coordinator. Let these guys have a large say in what we're trying to do here. Let them try to get over to Will McClay and his guys what we're looking for. And let them go out and try to find these guys because uh, with your picks this year, be it offensively or defensively, you got to impact this team. And so I I think this is a good, bad thing, bad thing that you can't have a full array of people there. But a good thing is just letting the scouts go. So when we sit in the war room on draft day, we can say, hey, Will, such and such, assistant to this, what do you think? Not what do the coach think? Because the last few years, what the coaches thought has not been good.
0: How do you – Jesse, this – You can speak to this because you've you've been on tryouts before, and obviously there's value to it, or teams wouldn't bring guys in to try them out. They would do all this stuff virtually. They would time them, get them to run drills, do it through video. How much value is there to seeing a guy in person – what are you looking at in person when you see him? And, and, and Nate, you can speak to that because you've been to the Senior Bowl. You can give your thoughts on, you know, what the value is of seeing a guy live. But, Jesse, from a workout standpoint. Yeah, and
1: I've been in that situation as a player, too. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I've been in that, on that stage. What's, what's player, the advantage
6: yeah. to that? It's Well, one, when you have a workout, you know, a lot of these guys, you know, your smaller amount of numbers, you can really get detailed. You can really find out who the person is. That's why those conversations are so critical. Um, you can really see who a person is by talking to them and having those conversations, being able to put players through the kind of workouts that you want to see. Because every coach and every scout is looking for a particular type of player or players. And the difference between you know seeing them at a, at a combine or at a senior bowl comp- compared to having them in the building I get to put my hands on them. Um, I get to put them with the drills that I want them to see because I have a plan in my head for where they're going to fit at in our, our grand scheme of things. So it's just being able to have that close encounter, the conversations. You put them. You, get, you sometimes you get put to the fire just to see how you're going to react. Like you're like they want to see how is this guy going to react in this condensed uh, time frame. But we're going to put him. To the fire, if if he gives us the look that we want, the response that we want, then you know it, it really is it really pays dividends when you're trying to pick between player A, player B, and player C. So that's going to be the biggest thing missing. Then is is not
3: necessarily Senior Bowl, Combine, whatever, but those private visits.
1: Yeah, and then another thing, and I don't know how much they can get into it on a private visit more. Is what they do in the Senior Bowl and how they do at at, at the thing in um, Indianapolis is their trainers get a chance to put their hands on you. They get to look at your medicals and Mm. that is the scary thing because every year we hear we didn't know this guy had this right here, we didn't know this guy had this right here, wow we x-rayed this and we we talked to such and such, wow this thing is bigger than we thought or smaller than we thought. this is where a lot of players, believe it or not, get their first red flag. Where, they, where it's a flag stamped by their name, like, we ain't touching this guy. End of story. Mm-hmm. And a lot of guys get a chance to say, okay, well, we're going to touch this guy, and this flag may semi stay there or come off. So that is, I think that's the biggest thing. Where where, so when Mr. Jones or Will say, hey, man, what about this knee we heard about in college? And he said, man, that's bone on bone. If you sign this guy, it better be late. And we better get a, a waiver on this kid. Uh, you know, you, you're making business decisions like that also.
3: Yeah. With uh, obviously the Cowboys have to improve this defense. Are they? Are they at any kind of disadvantage because Dan Quinn is joining the party late here?
1: Uh, it, it just depends on where they're going to go with it. I mean, are you going to, for the first time in a long time, get into some quality? Uh, quality veterans in the free agent market, or are you going to rely solely on the draft, which you won't be really, uh, where you're drafting it, you can get a good player for that value. But how do you handle the second and third round? More importantly, what Coach Quinn got to figure out quickly is how good is Neville? How good he think Neville is? How good is Tristan Hill coming off the injury? Is Antoine Wood that 30 play? or less or more and once he figure that out and once he get a good look at film of these guys now he can really put his hands on his team for us how he want to do his uh his his d-line and linebackers
3: so at, at this point are the scouts just looking at everybody and then they'll narrow it down to what dan quinn wants later or are they already they, you know trying they and.
1: have a game plan they have a section of guys like two guys to be on running backs two guys will be on defensive backs one guy may be on on tight ends two guys may be on linebackers you know but it's going to be somebody at that uh and chris will tell you it's going to be somebody on the defense offensive line or a skill position they're going to pop out at you who who you didn't even think they're going boom like Na- navel uh gallimore and i I may be messing this kid's name up. I'm sorry. He he hasn't deserved a nickname good or bad yet.
0: So, <laughs> Nate just uh, calling the belly button, the uh, navel. Yeah.
1: But see, I, I just yes, sir, thank you, Shannon. You're welcome. And I remember that. Uh, the navel. Okay. Anyway, when you when you looking at this team, man, when you looking at this team, you you know it has only one issue. So but Nine? I don't think I one don't, one, yes, sir. It's a defensive issue. Oh, okay. They have one issue. <laughs> okay. It's a defensive issue.
0: Oh, okay. and, with and, eleven and, one and, issue with and, eleven parts. Right. Yeah. Right.
1: Yes, sir. Yeah. Yes, sir. Like if you got a bad hand. It's some digits on that hand that's messed up. <laughs> hey, uh, hey. <laughs> you know what, Jesse? Talk.
0: There. <laughs> no, no,
1: no. You, you were fine. You were fine. I, you're, you're making go a ahead good on, Jesse, You know <laughs> you what I'm us, talking about.
6: You threw us all off when you just said one. We like wait, but you get one side of the ball. We, we're yeah. good now. Continue. But <laughs> you threw. You just had us full. We like wait a second. Whoa, whoa. Yeah. The the, the the thing is, you go there
1: with a game plan. They have a game plan. They know what the issue is, and so, but you can't allocate all of that because it may be a great offensive player. See, you know, I'm gonna continue to preach defense because I know that gets helps you get to the Super Bowl. But it, it may be some offensive players that just as a first round pick that may just dominate this situation that they they feel. You know, I, I'm not gonna feel that this year. But they may feel like, oh, wow, boy, this, this dude fell from 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 number five all the way to us. We we said it couldn't happen, but we had a receiver fall from like eight or nine all the way to you know to us last year. So I'm not saying what can't happen, but we know at the end of the day, and and, and, and coach know at the end of the day, he has to have an impact on his defense to at least slow
0: down the run. All right, I'm going to do something. I'm going to go to break really early cuz I the next segment Yes, sir. I have a feeling that Jesse's going to talk a lot this next segment because <laughs>
3: no. something no.
0: I want to bring up, okay? And thank you Kurt for this idea okay. because this is really when you think about it this we need to talk about this. Adam Schefter <laughs> feels like there could be more than 18 teams with new quarterbacks next season, and there are some big names on this list. We don't. I agree too. We have a we we it. have a quarterback. We have a quarterback position that needs to be filled on this team that currently is filled by Dak Prescott. That you haven't been able to get a deal done, and I think some people are starting to question: Are you going to get a deal done if you franchise him again? I think we all feel like that's his last year here right so if you're renting a guy for, sure. for one year would you go after some of these big names let's get into some of these big names let's talk about this i have a feeling it's going to be a long conversation so we're going to go brother. we're going to go to break early when we come back by the way <laughs> chris beam uh let me know the dolphins and the panthers coaching staffs are at the senior bowl um all the other teams are just able to send their scouts so it's cowboy scouting staff there so When we come back, let's talk about quarterbacks around the league talk on Hanging with the Boys.
2: Is your family a Cowboys family? Have you taken holiday photos at the star? Was your wedding theme blue and silver? Have you convinced your kids them is spelled with a D? If so, every game day feels like a vacation to you, so treat it like one. Whether you're traveling to the game or watching from your favorite vacation spot, book a place to stay on Hotels.com. Proud partner of the Dallas Cowboys.
5: May I have a new candle, please? Historically, switching to new technology is a no-brainer. Today, it's AT and T five G—fast, reliable, secure, and nationwide. Switch to AT and T five G. It's not complicated. Five G requires compatible plan. May not be in your area. See att. slash five G for you for details. Back to hanging with the boys.
0: Welcome back to the show, and if you're watching the game this weekend, or next weekend actually, in old basketball shorts or baggy sweats. Well, that's for amateurs if you want to relax like a pro. Upgrade to the comfort of Tommy John Loungewear. It looks awesome, feels even better. It's got pockets for snacks. It's machine washable for any unpredictable nacho cheese spill shop loungewear at TommyJohn.com forward slash Cowboys for 15% off your first order. That's TommyJohn.com forward slash Cowboys. All right, fellas. Adam Schefter thinks they're going to be about 18 quarterbacks with new teams. I'm going to read off some of the names that could possibly be available or will be available. Uh, Watson, Stafford, Newton, Dalton, Rogers, Darnold, Wentz, Goff, Garoppolo, Dalton. So the question is, if you can't get Dak signed by the March 9th franchise deadline, hey. Eh, and it looks like you're gonna have to franchise him again, which we all agree that if that happens, he's gone after that year anyway. So you basically have a quarterback mm-hmm. on a one year deal. If you can't get the deal done for whatever reason, because, you know, I think we all think you got it you need to get the deal done, but if they can't figure it out, can't get the deal done, do you just do you do you go after one of these other hired guns for A short-term contract and and push all in and try to get it done now or do you start building for the future i'm really tired of having this conversation like i I really wish we would just (laughs) sign the guy and i know y'all are tired about talking about it too but we you have to talk about it right because the deal's not done so it's it's still out there so we have to talk about it so let's just say hypothetically that happens what would you guys do
3: you know, I'm, I'm leaning more and more that if they don't have him signed by March 9th, they go a different direction. Mm. It's just you've had you've had two years. Who, or so you, been to, Who they, you been talking to, Kurt? Who you been
0: talking to in the organization? They
3: just go, you know, I don't know, just stuff I'm reading, and it's just it, it can't seem to get it done. That you know, Cowboys seem to want five-year deal. Dak Prescott wants more of a four-year deal. All the all the most recent deals done, other than Mahomes, which is 10 years, but all the more recent, right? they're all four-year deals. So, yeah, so the Cowboys are, for some reason, stuck on this five-year thing, which I'm not sure in this day and age makes sense anymore. So, you know, if they can't reach agreement here in the next two or three months after having to deal with this for the last two years, I mean, what are you going to do? Why... Why continue? I mean, there, there's no way they can sign him. They can franchise, yeah, like you said. If they have to play on another franchise, they'll never bring him back. It'd be like 54 million dollar deal or something like year annually, which is ridiculous. I just don't know at this point. Now I don't know for sure how they go about replacing him. You know, do they have the, the assets to to make some trades and get somebody like a Stafford or a, even a Watson? That I'm not so sure about. But man, it's just just. I just, I just don't see it happening if it doesn't happen by March 9th.
0: Let me, let me ask it this way. Jesse, would it, on a level from 1 to 10, 1 being super surprised, 10 being not surprised at all, how surprised would you be if just out of the blue, once you know, free agency opens up, that they just sign a guy... Out of the blue. Level of 1 to 10.
6: A quarterback? Yes. Six. Really? Wow.
0: Mm -hmm. What about you, Kurt? Um, You're just scrolling through Twitter in the morning when you get up. There's no talk (laughs) about contracts or anything, and they just – you read – just Cowboys, the they signed. yeah. I'd Cowboys rumored to to be in the talks for whoever.
3: Yeah, I'd be pretty surprised, I guess. And you know, part of the problem is most of the really good quarterbacks are with other teams. I mean, Deshaun Watson, Stafford. I mean, you've, you've even heard Aaron Rodgers is is wanting out. You know, Sam Darnold. So it, it takes some creativity if they you just, just good sign
1: quarterbacks and the... you just named a bad quarterback.
3: Well, <laughs> well, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, but a lot of the true free agent quarterbacks, I mean, they're, they're the Andy Daltons, you know. They, they'll get you by, but um, not necessarily the superstars maybe
6: you want to build around. So, yeah, there, yeah I guess isn't I a, would be kind there of surprised. Isn't a, there isn't a quarterback that's available Yeah, free agency-wise that's better than Dak Prescott. Not one. Yeah. No. Every other quarterback that's available will cost you a haul of mm-hmm. some sort. Whether that's second-round picks, Deshaun Watson going to cost you a couple first-round picks, okay? He's not yeah. getting out of Houston just by you know. Even me, me. even Matthew Stafford is going to cost you possibly two seconds and a third, which yeah. makes absolutely no sense to me. Mm. Now I, I get it. I, I would I would say Deshaun Watson is slightly better than Dak Prescott, but it's not light is better than Dak Prescott. So even to entertain the thought, now let's just entertain the thought of a guy like Deshaun Watson, cause I, I put him at the top um, of this list with years, as far as his, his age, his ability. To get a guy like Deshaun Watson, you're gonna have to give up maybe two first rounders, this year's and next year's. Maybe more, but let's just say two first rounders. So you give away two huge assets Mm -hmm. Then you have to turn around and work on, well, how long is it going to take for Deshaun to learn this offense, to become cohesive and have the rhythm with these players offensively? Oh, by the way, we gave away our first round pick, so we don't have a first round pick. So we got to probably try to either muster up some other picks to try to move back in the first round. So we probably would only have a first round pick or a bunch of low level draft picks, which means we don't get much of an impactful player. Uh, in this year's draft and maybe next year's draft. So I still haven't addressed my defensive situation, right? So now Deshaun uh, Deshaun Watson goes from having the same situation he had in Houston, slightly better here because he has more better offensive weapons. But again, you'll find yourself losing those games 45 to 40. (laughs) And then the most important thing is Deshaun Watson is in that group who just signed a deal. And while his was an extension, for us, it'll just be a new four-year deal for... $158 million, so somewhere around $40 million again. So in essence, you're still gonna have to pay the four years $40 million a year. So why give up all of those assets? Why try to create new continuity when you can just swallow your pride, accept that you lost this battle that you've been trying to do for the last couple years, pay Dak the $40 million a year, and let's get this train moving in the direction to win. There is no other options On the table, even if you try to go get Aaron Aaron Rodgers at his age, it's going to take a haul to go get him. And you're going to find yourself in a situation where you're going to you're going to actually give up more than you can actually uh, replace. And Aaron Rodgers is a guy who doesn't have as many years left on his on his football life than Dak Prescott does. So any same thing with Matthew Stafford. These are guys who maybe have good two, three years at the top of their Uh, At the top of their at the top of their game Dak has at least another eight eight years Where he's at the top of his game Mm -hmm. before he hits that 33 32 33 34 year old mark I I just I I don't understand this situation the Cowboys are doing. I I, it really blows my mind and it my mind boggle at The decision to wait to everyone's point you've had two years the numbers are only going to get worse for you. And, mm-hmm. and and God forbid if Josh Allen or Lamar Jackson jump in front of you and get signed before Dak does. Now your numbers are really solidified. And it may cost you a li- uh, even more than what it originally cost you at the $40 million. So I, I don't know what they're trying to prove. I don't know what their plan is. But any plan outside of signing Dak Prescott or... Getting Patrick Mahomes is a plan that is going to fail them, and we're going to find ourselves right back in this situation in the next year or two of looking for a quarterback and probably looking for another head coach. Mm. Mm.
3: Wow, Nate, got anything on that? That you know, you talk about, you know, you have to wonder. I mean, I was as I was looking through this, they've already got seven players on their roster. Those seven make up fifty percent of this, 57% of the salary cap. I mean, you're talking Demarcus Lawrence, Samari Cooper, Zach Martin, Tyron Smith, Zeke, Lyle Collins, Jalen Smith, and you look at those seven, and you wonder how many of those were mistakes. You know, a lot of those guys I just mentioned aren't earning their money. And so, in some ways, the Cowboys have put themselves in a position where they can't afford Dak, or maybe they haven't trouble justifying paying Dak this much money because Dak's going to be, what, 15% or so of the of the salary cap just on his own, if not more? But they put themselves in such a bad position with these other deals that now they can't really focus on getting Dak done plus then having anything, you know, you'd have 65 75% of your roster taken up with eight players and you're trying to build a championship team and a defense with very little to work with, it seems like.
6: Again, the Cowboys gambled and they lost. And yeah. all the names that you name that make up 57% of the salary cap, none of them are more important than Dak Prescott. Yeah. So I'm I'm to the point where we know that this is a quarterback-driven league, right? The teams who have the best quarterbacks m- majority of the time win the most games and find themselves in a the position. You know, now you need other factors involved, but the teams who have the best quarterbacks usually find themselves in the AFC Championship Game or NFC Championship Game and Super Bowl. How do None you of the players think- that you name were better than Dak Prescott or more important than Dak Prescott, and there are a couple that, you know, I, I go back to the Zeke signing, and I'm not, I'm not opposed, I'm, I'm not a part of the don't sign running backs gang, but Zeke was supposed to be the finishing pieces for. The Tony Romo era he was supposed to be that last piece that last solid running game for for Tony Romo and it, it it didn't work out because Tony got hurt and then you know Dak emerged and so you got caught up in that situation with him and you didn't quite know what Dak was going to be I thought if someone could, could have looked at a crystal ball and said Dak was going to be what he was now they might've let Zeke walk. Oh, so you want to hold out? Fine, hold out. We're not going to pay you anything. But because they didn't know in Dak, could he carry a football team? Then they had to trust that Zeke would be able to carry this football team. And early on in his career, he definitely did. But Dak has emerged as that guy. So you, as, as an ownership group now, you have to go in there and say, what do we have to do to, to free up some of this money? And, and I, don't, I don't buy the salary cap situation stuff that we always talk about. Because we know, and we've seen it time after time after time again, the Cowboys being able to move these contracts, make money available, make guarantees, do hit, what they call them, hit switches. A lot of these players have the switches in their contract where they can hit a, hit a number and now that becomes bonus money or whatever it may be. And now you're able to free up some more cash to pay a guy like Dak Prescott. So I'm never... I'm never I'm never moved by, well, the salary cap is this, and we don't know what the salary cap is going to be this upcoming season. The Cowboys always find a way. They always make a way. They're doing themselves and this team a disservice because if I'm Dak, if I'm Dak, I don't know when he's cleared to come back for workouts and stuff like that, but I'm not coming back to this. I'm not coming back to this building and being a part of any of your offseason workouts until I get the contract that I've been asking for for the last two years.
3: Hmm. That you know, kind of. How do you think this is? How do you think this is affecting, not just the current players on the roster, but maybe any potential free agents? Is this just a domino effect with everybody? Nate.
1: No, yeah, he, he was talking to you, Jess. He was talking, talking to, to us.
3: Whoever, whoever, I'm talking <laughs> to the room here, or maybe I'm just talking <laughs> to this brick wall in front of me. I'm not sure.
1: <laughs> I, I just feel at any moment. They're going to say on on our flagship station, Dak has been signed. Because anything else, we're going to go into an abyss. This team is going to be through. Mm -hmm. And, and, And so we can sit here and play all day long. What Jesse said, if we go out and get a quarterback, now you're going to have to make a mad scramble in free agency to go out and get some dominant defensive players to turn this thing around. Are you willing to do it? And any quarterback signed here that's worth his salt, yeah, you may get it for 25, 30 mil, but you're going to have to take all that extra money and place it into some free agent. We haven't shown that we want to do that. So if Dak doesn't sign, who is the quarterback? A guy that's gonna be here two years, then we go into a one and sixteen, I mean a one in fifteen, a three in 13, and thirteen, now we sitting here again saying, Wow, okay, this is how we build a team and pray that we get another quarterback. That, that, to me, that's scary, man. That that when you brought that up, Shannon, I'm like, wow, man, we 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 really here? Are we really here? Nah, man, it don't
0: make no sense. I hope not. I hope not. All right, fellas. I was fortunate enough yesterday to talk to Jamie O. Pelt, which is up for a nomination for Ford's uh, Hall of Fame fans, which they, they've started this about – I think this is the third year where um, a fan actually gets elected into uh, – the Pro Football Hall of Fame in Canton. Um, Jamie is a finalist. Hmm. There are, I believe, six finalists. He's for the Cowboys. There's one for the Cardinals, one for the Steelers, one for the Browns, one for the Ravens, um, and one other team. But I was able to catch up with him yesterday. Did a little bit of an interview that Chris is going to air here in a second um, talking about how he found out about the nomination, how they let him know why he's deserving of this. Pretty cool piece. It's about six minutes long. So if you need to go to the restroom, if you need to go get a, a donut, whatever you need to do, don't do it right now unless you're... (laughs) A co-host on the show then you have probably the next 10 minutes to go do something and relax so everybody else stay tuned chris is going to roll the interview and then we'll be back in the next segment after that there's a lot to get to in the last segment you don't want to go anywhere i don't know what direction we're going to go in because there's so much we can talk free agents we can talk about there's a lot of anniversaries that are going on today there's a former cowboys player that's deciding to call it quits we don't know where we're going to go, but watch this Finally. interview, enjoy it, and we'll be back in the third segment after the interview. Welcome to a very special sub-segment of Hanging with the Boys today. I am Shannon Gross, host of Hanging with the Boys, along with Nate Duton, Kurt Daniels, Jesse Holly, and I have a very special guest that is going to join me right now. It is Jamie O'Pelt. He is the Ford Hall of Fans nominee for the dallas cowboys the ford hall of fans was created in partnership with ford and the pro football hall of fame and they search for the most passionate nfl super fans across the country that are also doing heroic work within the community Uh, jamie is one of six nominees left one of these uh, fans will be nominated and inducted into the ford hall of fans in canton ohio um, he's representing the Cowboys. There's a representative of the Cardinals, the Ravens, the Browns, the Railers, Raiders, and the Steelers. So, Jamie, welcome to the show. First off, how are you doing?
4: Hey, thank you so much for having me, Shannon. It's great to be here. Appreciate you guys having me.
0: Absolutely. Well, tell us a little bit about how this came about. How did you become our, our nominee?
4: So back in October, it started with me actually, I got to be completely honest with you. I'd never heard of the Ford Hall of Fans and it's been going on for three years. This is the third year and was watching TV and actually saw um, an advertisement for you submitting your name or submitting a nominee for uh, some else and I had uh, about a year ago I completed my hot rod I've done some other things I've got a media room and I've got a shop that's all done in Cowboys I've been a huge Cowboys fan since I was about seven years old and uh, and just on a whim I kind of uh, presented the information that I had through through the form that they had online and uh, and then honestly forgot about it and then uh, about four weeks later actually got my first contact by them and uh, they said that uh, they'd like to move forward. They said that there's some documents that they needed to sign as far as background checks and those types of things. And then uh, from that point on, it progressed. The, my next conversation with them was actually uh, them telling me that, hey, we're down to about 200 nominees. We're very interested in you. We'd like to come out and send a uh, film crew just to do a uh, kind of a highlight reel of everything that you have as a fan and, and do a small interview. Well, so I said that was fine. That was going to be the week after Thanksgiving. And uh, they showed up to do this. And lo and behold, in the middle of this interview that I thought that they were doing uh, many of with other Cowboy fans, uh, a knock came on the door. And that happened to be uh, the Manster, Randy White, uh, with the uh, Vice President of the uh, Hall, of, uh, Hall of Fame, the, the uh, Professional Football Hall of Fame, uh, George Varis. And they, Randy White came in and proceeded to announce that I was one of six nominees for this year's Ford Hall of Fans.
0: That that in itself is pretty cool. Randy White coming to That's, your house and knocking on your door. That's that was my childhood football hero. He was on many posters in my bedroom uh, on the walls there. So that was pretty cool. So what made you stand out as? As our nominee, what, what what do you think calls Ford to to pick you? What are, are you just a crazy over the top fan or, or what?
4: <laughs> well, so I you know I think you have a, yeah to be a Cowboys fan nowadays you have to be a little bit crazy. Uh, but I think the fact that I followed them uh, you know since I was seven years old. Uh, I remember some good times. I remember some bad times. You know, I've told the story that I, I remember when uh, a local store had to step in and actually buy tickets so that we would be able to watch the game on Sundays. And uh, and then there were also times to where there was talk about there not being any Cowboys. So when we talk about uh, having bad seasons, I've, I've seen a couple of those and and the seasons like we just went through, um, you know, uh, it didn't turn out the way we wanted it to, but, uh, but it's, uh, I'll, I'll take it. I'll take it.
0: <laughs> and you have, so I, I did, ended, go ahead. I'm sorry. I thought you were through.
4: Uh, so, uh, uh, with that though, I've done, you know, throughout the year, I'm a very visual person. So anytime I start a project, I have to have something that guides me through it. And so, uh, my wife and I, about 10 years ago, we actually did a media room and I did it all in Cowboys uh, memorabilia. I have several signed, uh, photographs that, uh, that I've gotten from Cowboys. I also have some life-size uh, stainless steel um, plates that are in the media room actually blocking the light on the windows behind my chairs uh, to darken the room that I had custom made and uh, actually put up in there uh, to darken the room. And those are of the triplets, Aikman, Irving, and Smith, and, uh, you know, they're doing the champion stroll. So that's kind of cool in the sense there. And then uh, I had a Randy White uh, back when I was 16 years old. I actually had the opportunity to meet Randy White out of the stock show and rodeo in Fort Worth. And I was with my uncle. And the only thing I had for uh, for Randy to sign was the business card, the back of the business card of my uncle. And I had him sign that. and I still had that and actually was able to show Randy that uh, when he came out. Uh, but then also, uh, I guess my biggest commitment as a fan is three years ago, I started building a 1933 Factory Five Racing Ford replica hot rod. And um, I decided way before I even started building it that this was going to be a cowboy themed vehicle. And it has a eight foot uh, representation of the cowboy star. It's not the full star, but it's a representation of the star uh, along the side of it. It is painted on. It's not a decal that I get to take off when they uh, win or lose or put on when they win and take off when they lose. And uh, last year was the first year I had it completed, actually put 7,500 miles on the on the vehicle. And so that star was, uh, I was sporting those colors, the silver, the blue, and the white, every mile of the way, no matter where I went in that car. So it wasn't just on game day. It uh, wasn't just after a win it was winter or loss. It was on season or off season. Uh, and I actually, I actually drove it today to work. So
0: that's awesome. Do you get more people that wave at you or more people that honk at you and flip you off when you're in that car?
4: so I, I I get I actually do get more people that wave at me. Uh, I get I, I get a few of the others and I've actually had it to where somebody's actually pulled in front of me and turned on their wiper fluid. It's a hard top. It's a hard top, but I can remove the top and they've hit their wiper fluid. So I don't know if that was a Philly fan.
0: <laughs> oh, man, that is awesome. Well, Jamie, thanks for joining us. Um, if you want to, let's get Jamie, let's get Jamie into the Ford Hall of Fans. You can do that by going to FordHallOfFans.com. That's FordHallOfFans.com. Go right now while you're listening to the show. Vote for Jamie. You have until February the 1st. Go vote for him multiple times. Let's get him in. We don't want a Steelers fan in there. Let's get the Cowboys in there. Let's get more Cowboys in the Hall of Fame. We know there need to be more in there than there already are. Let's start with Jamie. Jamie, appreciate you joining us. Uh, Once you get in, we'll have to get you back on the show to talk about your experience up in Canton.
4: Perfect. I thank I thank you guys for having me on. I greatly appreciate it. And we need a Cowboys fan representing in there, so let's uh, let's do what we can uh, to make that happen.
0: All right, let's do it. Hey, thanks again, Jamie. And we'll be right back on the next segment of Hanging with the Boys. Get the ultimate fan experience for the Ultimate Cowboys fan. Join Dallas Cowboys United, presented by Globe Life, starting at just 20 bucks. Join now DallasCowboys.com slash United. Kurt Daniels. Jesse Holly. Yes, sir. Nate Newton. Yo, yo. Shannon Gross.
1: How you doing, Shannon? Chris
0: Beam on the ones and twos back in the production studio. We are back, the last segment of the week. What are we gonna talk about? You know what? First off, Let's wish the Dallas Cowboys a happy birthday. Today, in 1960, they were founded as a football team. Kurt, give us a little history lesson real quick on that. <laughs> a little history lesson on the Dallas Cowboys? No, just on the, on the founding day. I know you, you sent us some notes on it, and Jonathan has some memorabilia. Oh, Tell okay. us how it happened. Or how they applied, or what oh, the official it just, day is. It was a,
3: you need to watch our our documentary we did this past year about the, the founding founding of the of the Cowboys. But it was a long process. Clint Murchison Jr. was the the guy that kind of all brought it together, and it's a it's a pretty interesting story. Kind of the what they went through to get everybody's votes and the, the wheeling and dealing and that sort of thing. It, it's a fun story, but it, it finally all came to to pass here. Uh, Owners in Miami voted on it this time in 1960, I guess it was.
0: Yeah, 1960. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, here we are. All right. America's team. Well, happy birthday, America's team. Also, another another big day, uh, I guess yesterday the news came out, that Jason Witten, after one year away from the Cowboys, is going to retire. um, (laughs) And he's expected, I believe, to come back and sign a one-day contract at some point and retire a Cowboy. Got a question about that in a second. Um, and then there's another anniversary. This is the 25th anniversary of Super Bowl 30 that Nate Newton played in. Nate, you got any fond memories of Super Bowl 30? I know you played in so many of them and, and, and you won so many, but did anything stand out about 30 to you?
1: Yes, we won.
6: <laughs> Nate, do you still have all your Super Bowl rings?
1: Oh yeah, I had to say, now I want a one of mine, baby. Got them all, baby. <laughs> yes,
6: yeah. sir. Do y'all get a and replica if you, if you,
1: trophy too? If you, if, you, if you, yeah, I got them somewhere. Me, and my ex-wife got them. Some kids got them. Somebody got them. But I, I know one thing. I got the rings. They can have the rings. <laughs>
0: yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: I've I've always I've always heard that that Super Bowl Thirty win it was more relief than than joy after. Uh, all you guys had been through. Is that true?
1: Yeah, it was. I mean, yeah, it was. But you know what, man, I'm gonna tell you what, man. Wow. <laughs> if those things were, man, you have to be a part of that, brother. Well, it don't matter whether you're a You co- see, this is the, p- the plus about Mr. Jones and his family. It don't matter whether you're a player or whether you work for the Cowboys as we are doing at this point. In those days, when we won those games, man, everybody was 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 truly a part of that family, man. I mean, when he threw the Super Bowl parties, even though we had parties, uh, individual parties, we all walked in, hit to his party, to show that respect and that love for what he had put together, man. And uh, it was it's just tremendous, mm-hmm. just tremendous, man. And not and, and the content that we had that we gave the. The world as a team that week was all. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? We had the best.
0: Uh, Can you imagine the going best? Going
1: from limos, from papados, from going to clubs that we were supposed to go to. that was all sanctioned. To Magic Johnson bodyguard beating up Daryl Talley. To just. <laughs> 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 okay. <laughs> Just so many great things happening, fellas.
0: Oh wow. man. Question about let's get it you know what? Let's do that next week leading up to the Super Bowl. Let's have Super Bowl talk with Nate. Let's think of some questions for next week and we'll talk about Super Bowls, Nate. Okay. I, I wanna hear I like more, that. I wanna hear more about the behind the scenes stuff, the the getting beat up than I do on the on the on field stuff. Yeah, what
3: was that all
0: about?
1: Jason Yeah man,
0: Darren those. Jason Witten retiring <laughs> finally. Kurt has a Kurt has a great question. Do you guys think as as former players, guys that go spend a year or two at the at the end of their career somewhere else, play one year for the guys that don't win a championship? Do you think they regret that decision and wish that they would have just stayed put, because most of those guys now, the, you know, the, the higher profile guys, go back and sign a one-day contract and retire with the team they spent most of their years with. Do you think that they they regret that, or do they value one more shot at, at going for a title?
1: They got to value it, man. That's what uh, I think, uh, what's the guy at the center we had here, went to the Ravens was invited. Oh, to,
6: Andre, Andre Giroir. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. man, you
1: shoot, man, you love that, man. I mean, you've struggled here with the Cowboys. And I mean, they, always, they
6: did kind of kick Andre garage to the side. It wasn't, but they invite,
1: but they invited him back. Ray Lewis and all these guys invited him, you know, to this situation. So, I mean, you, you, you want a shot, you know, you, you play this game and you have loyalties at your team that you played the most seasons with, especially when they drafted you. And, and brought you up from a babe but man you you know man listen some guys no then some guys go out for that money for that <laughs> yeah, one I about to say to they
6: gave money. Jason with four million dollars <laughs> yeah. he wasn't yeah. getting four million dollars from nowhere else four or five million dollars uh, yeah, he so so some got, people go out there wasn't no way in hell the the uh, the Las Vegas Raiders were going to the Super Bowl this year. So I don't know but what they, ring he saying, was chasing but they, but in Las when Vegas. when this
1: thing started, they had a shot at getting to the second didn't round have of a, the playoffs. They had a shot, bro, getting to the second round of the playoffs.
6: As long as King Mahomes was in the AFC, he not have no shot. At getting they,
1: into the second round of the playoffs, they didn't <laughs> have a
6: shot. Wow. As long as King Mahomes was in the building, they didn't have I a didn't shot. I didn't say have
1: a shot at getting to... The Super Bowl. I he went to Oakland
6: not run. to get to the second round of the playoffs. He went to Oakland to try to chase a ring.
1: Now I'm gonna say what you said. Not long as King Mahomes sitting <laughs> over. Yeah, I'm, come on. He went. Come <laughs> on. Uh, <laughs> now we're realists on this, right? I'm with you on that. He mm. couldn't be he, when he went over there. He like uh, second round, maybe if we play lights out. Second round, maybe if we mm. play lights out. That's that's the only thing he could be thinking.
3: Yeah. I think for fans, fans are always... kind Like, you know, you take Emmett Smith playing in Arizona for a couple of years, or Tony Dorsett finished at Denver. I think fans are disappointed to see that. But I guess for players, it's just... Uh, you want to see if there's any gas left them in the fans,
1: Amy, and Them fans, them same fans, man, I was really disappointed. But did you have an extra couple of millions laying around that you could have <laughs> gave
3: this guy? Well, you know, a lot of those guys, <laughs> it's not like they needed
6: the money, but, you know. It all depends. It yeah, all
2: yeah, depends.
6: So. But, you know, to, to your point, Kurt, to your point, like a lot of times when, when you talk about guys do want to. Athletes are always the last ones to find out that you just don't got it anymore. Like we're always the last ones. Cause in our minds, we keep telling ourselves, if I can just get right here, if I could just do this, they let me do that. And and we're the we're always the last one to know it's like, hey, bro, you ain't what you used to be. And you you do, you do want to have that feeling of Can I still do it? Do I still have the passion to do it? You know, will my body hold up? And so you do want to give it another shot. It, it, that 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 definitely runs through. That definitely runs through the mind, but for a guy like Jason Witten, who has just about every record and is a surefire Hall of Famer, for him, I, I thought he just delayed his getting his yellow jacket. I mean, because t- again, going to 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 Las Vegas and that AFC, you your chances of going to the Super Bowl. Yeah, you had a chance at the beginning of the year, and it even looked good at some point in time. You you were like you know uh, it's five and three or six and four or something like that, and then you mm-hmm. end up the season two and two and six. So, you know, early on, kind of like, all right, maybe we get to the playoffs. Maybe we can make some noise. But there wasn't a real, realistic chance that you were going to beat King Mahomes and company and make it to the Super Bowl.
3: Nate, did you have any regrets about that one year in Carolina? No, it
1: was fun. I went back with Tony Wise. Man, we had some tragic things happen there, man. And uh, that was, you know, ain't worth talking about. But it it was exciting because you're like, whoa, you know, the, the things that happened was very, very severe and ugly. but. It, it kept your eyes open because you finally realized that the Cowboys been the only one with problems. <laughs> Seriously, it opened your eyes. Cowboys ain't the only one dealing with crazy players, okay?
0: Kurt, Oof. last five minutes yeah. of the show, take it
6: away. It's all you. Nah. Machine gun, John. Kurt, let's go. Let's now. go, Make sure right. Kurt. Make sure you I ain't talking to the out, to the wall,
1: Kurt. Make sure you ain't talking to the wall now. I'll, if nobody else <laughs> answers you, I'll
0: answer you, Kurt.
3: Yeah. Right. Okay. Well, you know, a lot of these. I had some other subjects, but they might be for bigger. Um, well,
0: don't give us a try. look. We got for we, you. Now to... have four minutes. Don't give us a fifteen-minute subject <laughs> for four-minute conversation. On, Kurt, <laughs>
3: all right. All right. Okay. Here's here's what. One. one of our uh, we got. There's a lot of good Cowboys bloggers out there. One of them suggested there are four players that you could potentially trade this off season to get you know picks or or. Improve your defense or something like that, and I just I I thought it was an interesting four, and I wanted to get your opinions. One is Michael Gallup; he's been brought up a lot. Is this a guy you would maybe trade and consider? The next is Jalen Smith, which I think everybody is you know kind of on the off the Jalen Smith bandwagon and, and wanting to see more. The last two are a little more interesting. One is Tristan Hill. Um, he hadn't, didn't do much his first year, and he was uh, you know, hurt a lot last year with a new defensive coordinator in who's a defensive line coach. You wonder if he's still a fit. The last one he had is Dalton Schultz. Uh, he said, you know, Dalton just had a great year. You've got um, Jarwin coming back. Maybe this is the time to sell high. What do you think about uh, his, those four guys or any possible trades this offseason? Go I think, I think
6: quick. to me, I mean, you can you can even add and Nate's not gonna like this, but you can even add twenty one to the mix. You can add Zeke to that mix Ooh. as well. Oh I no! Do,
1: oh no! Nate loving that. Oh no! <laughs> Nate Nate loving
6: that. I do is, think you can add you can add Zeke uh, into that conversation because um, there there are. There are a lot of backs. I'm not saying they're going to be better than Zeke, but there are a lot of backs that you can get in and you can have the same productivity with two or three backs than you would have with the one back for a lot less uh, at cost. And it will bring back enough to... This team needs to pile up on defensive picks. I I doubt that you're going to get anything for Jalen Smith. Uh, Michael Gallup may bring you back something, but I just think what he brings to this team offensively being at wide receiver number three and his ability to stretch the field. Um, that, that's going to be important when you want to get a route-running guy underneath and a guy in a slot like CDM, C- C.D. Lamb to have someone take the top off this uh, the defense. And that's, that guy is Michael Gallup. Um, and Tristan Hill, again, another one who I didn't think he, for the one year that he kind of played, it wasn't enough that I look at that and go, well, let's let him go and bring back a haul. But I think if you add a player like Zeke Elliott to the mix. Now you're talking about someone that he becomes a finishing touch to another franchise that can, that can really use a player like that. Maybe like a team like Baltimore, maybe a team. If the Jets sign the Sean Watson, you know, maybe Zeke to the Jets or um, they probably won't have any more picks left to give you, but there are a bunch of teams, the, the Broncos, there are a bunch of teams who can use a running back like Zeke uh, that will give you, That'll give you some picks back in return.
1: Yeah, like the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm giving away was, Zeke for nothing? I'm not giving away Zeke for nothing. No, I'm not so, saying yeah. give away Zeke. I'm saying I'm saying get a hall back now. No, get a haul back for him. You yeah, can get a haul yeah, back for him. Yeah, we, we ain't gonna get away. But, but 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 hey, great great answer, Jess. What's the next one, Kurt?
3: Well, I think we're that that we're out of time. Well, oh, I got some more courage. questions for you next week. We can do it. Uh, okay. So wow. That Shannon, was, that was,
1: you, wow. We'll Shannon, give we'll give you give more me time me more next time. week.
3: We'll give you ten minutes next let week. Let me give That was just let me shout out. That was Stephen Mullenix with the Landry Hat blog. They do a nice job over there. So I just want to give him a little credit for that. So all right. But would you, would you trade? How about would you trade Dalton Schultz after the year he had? sell high mm. I ain't
1: touching my offense I ain't touching my offense mm. but on defense have added
6: mm. have added I ain't touching my yeah, tra- offense I'll trade I'll trade tra- Dalton Schultz yeah, I'll
1: tra- how
3: can you how can you improve your defense if you don't get you some ratsets rats that's on uh, offense
6: no uh, listen if the phone is open for Dalton Schultz if someone wants to call for Dalton Schultz the phone is open I- I'll I'll take my chances there I'm sure Blake Jarvis going to come back Primed and ready to go. Uh
1: uh-uh, uh Blake Jarrett. I, I let the door be open for him. I, I know what Dalton can do. I, I, the door can open for the other cat, but oh. I ain't getting rid of no <laughs> Oh no. wow.
3: Oh yeah.
0: man. Yeah. You I'm paid sorry. the other I cat.
1: I I, I I I am so tired of potential. I if I got somebody on offense and I know what they can do, who they are, they got another year with with, with Kellen. Let's
0: go. Got his name right. Got my man's name dope. right. Kellen, not Kellen. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah, because he finally did something the last three games of the year. He finally did something right. He deserved to have his name pronounced
0: correctly. You know what? That would be a good segment. Jesse, I like your forehead
1: when you bend down like that. Just I like the forehead shot. It was nice.
0: Wow. That'd be a good segment. Is the phone that, open? Is the phone open? And just go yeah. through the list. Who would you trade? Who would you be open to trade? Maybe we'll do that next show. Fellas. It's been fun. Pro Bowl this weekend. The virtual Pro Bowl, the Madden Pro Bowl, is what's happening this weekend. So Jesse Cowboy,
1: doesn't what, what like the, it. Not a fan, so did, Jesse? did the Cowboys get like eight or nine backup guys like on the
6: team? Mm, oh it's yeah. virtual, so everybody everybody who got it's virtual. So everybody who's got originally voted will be there. You don't have to worry yeah. about doing. Anything so did physical.
1: so did Jalen get in his sponsorship with his Clear Eye View? Did he buy any? <laughs> Yeah, two
6: of these right here, he got these right here. <laughs> <laughs> all right Nate he got good seeing
0: you Kurt good seeing you keep talking to that wall Jesse good seeing you even though the show didn't start out so great uh, here view baby you know that view that we got before we came on the air we, we need less of that more of the forehead, less My of that. less of that. Uh, yeah, less, of that. The, less of the other really? one. Uh, Beam, thanks Shano for keeping us on the. He air. was jealous. He was jealous. Beam, thanks for keeping us on the air. We will be back same time, same place <laughs> next Thursday, eleven thirty. <1130. laughs> Hanging with the boys.
5: Give me some grace. Give me some grace. <laughs>
6: this has been a production
1: of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club.
2: How about you, Cowboys? Yeah!